Support for this podcast and the following message come from Gaia.com, the on-demand streaming TV service that helps you achieve your highest potential at your convenience. To get your first month at only 99 cents, visit GAIA.com forward slash My 7 Chakras. My 7 Chakras, episode 219. Nothing changes until you do. The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, your friend and the voice behind My 7 Chakras, the show where we explore the secrets of the ancient world so that you can get actionable steps to transform your life. So if you're going through a difficult phase in your life right now, then hold on because you are going to receive just the information you need. Now, if you listen to our show regularly, you know that at the end of each episode, our guest shares a book recommendation. And based on the emails that I received, people just love these book recommendations. And I also know uh, that many of you listen to the show on the go, which means you might be on your way to work, back from work, or maybe you're traveling. So it becomes difficult to capture these book recommendations. And I've decided to make this easier for you. So I've put together a document containing 21 must-read spiritual books that you will need on your journey and it's totally free to download your copy visit our website my 7 forward slash reading list that's my 7 forward slash reading list you'll be taken to the website leave your best email and wait for the download link to arrive in your email so make sure you get that copy asap and with that let's bring on our special guest for today daniel the healer so daniel are you ready to inspire yes Absolutely so. I have plenty of stuff to say. Awesome. So Daniel the Healer is an intuitive holistic energy healer and has been in practice for over 36 years. It all started when he got hypnotized to enhance learning and comprehension and then passed the private pilot exam with a 97. He was so impressed, he immediately became a certified hypnotist. When you ask Daniel for a healing, he will look at all four levels you function on, the physical, the mental, the emotional and the spiritual. He has an immense bag of tricks in his tool box but is probably best known for his life essence reading which is a complete look at your energy field he perceives and assesses 60 different criteria and then will let you know what is going on in your life and this is really valuable when you are lost you lack some motivation or you don't know what to do with your life and that's something that all of us go through at some point in our lives uh, this is daniel's second appearance on our show he first joined us on episode 160 during which we spoke about the human energy field energy blocks and energy healing so that was like a foundation episode and this episode we go a bit deeper so if you haven't heard that episode already make sure you go to my 7 forward slash 160 that's our website my 7 forward slash 160 note it down you can listen to that and then resume with this episode so daniel welcome once again to our show it's so great to have you well hello aj my dear friend yes it is great to be here i really enjoyed our last interview we did last time and 
looking forward to what's going to transpire today. Awesome. And, you know, based on the experience that we had from last episode, I loved the episode because this was something uh, different. Uh, it was, uh, I could really sense the amount of wisdom and knowledge that you brought into the episode and many listeners also truly loved it. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons why I really, really urged and requested you to appear once again on our show. And like always, let's begin with an inspiration. So what quote do you have for us today? Well, my quote today is, nothing changes until you do. So here's the explanation around this. Things don't work right in your life. Many people, part of our spiritual right, our spiritual empowerment is that we are empowered people. And when you are expecting to that your life changes from external situations, it will not happen. You have to first change internally and then your life will exchange. It will change externally. Awesome. Thanks a lot for sharing that. Action Tribe, as we learn each day, each episode, we are finding out that the universe outside is like a projection of what's going on internally. And like we're learning, uh, even in today's episode, nothing outside will change until you take some action towards changing what's going on inside of you because the power really resides within intrinsic motivation. That's what we're trying to work on today. And we're going to get some actionable steps that we can take in order to change what's going on within so that we can manifest those changes outside. Now, uh, Daniel, as an intuitive holistic energy healer, I'm sure many of our listeners are wondering, what exactly do you do? Well, I have to break this down. Uh, First of all, intuitive. What does that mean? It means that when I work with my clients, I receive information through what is commonly known as the sixth sense. The sixth sense actually is another five senses. So... And then there's two more. We actually, as a whole, have 12 senses. So I use those other seven senses to get input as far as what happens uh, with my clients. Holistic. Holistic means that I work on all four levels of your existence. I work on your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual. And the spiritual includes your energy field. And of course, energy healer meaning that I work with the energies and change the energies around. You see, you are not your body. We are not physical beings on a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings on a physical experience our essence lies in our energy field and so i have learned how to intervene in that energy field and make changes that help my clients lead better lives so that's the long version of intuitive holistic energy healer wonderful thanks a lot for sharing that action tribe you are in fact your physical body is placed on a blueprint of energy uh, and not the other way around it's not just that your physical body is projecting uh, something outwards we are spiritual beings having a human experience as we learn all the time now uh, daniel you mentioned that you receive information through the sixth sense which means that we have an addition of five other senses uh, uh, or, or seven other senses on top of the five senses that we are so used to. So could you give us an, a glimpse maybe of these other seven senses? Yes. 
there is a higher octave of the lower five senses. That's the other five. And the higher octave, your senses, your normal five senses are in the physical. Right. And the higher octave of those senses is actually non-physical. And they are, the, I hope I remember them all, they are warmth, voice, movement, substance, and I'm missing one. Um, Electricity? Or I don't. Uh, no, that that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, by using those those uh, five senses, those extrasensory five senses, you can you can uh, receive information on other levels, and you can access larger spectrum of the general spectrum you see we in the electromagnetic spectrum we only perceive within the light yeah and but if with these other senses you also perceive in the infrared you also perceive in the uh da, 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 the ultraviolet and um and in the sound you also uh, perceive in the ultrasound areas so it greatly increases the range that you have available to receive perception. Additionally, there's two more senses. One is balance and the other one is intuition. Balance means that if you perceive something, you see you perceive something on the physical senses and then you perceive something in the non-physical senses and then you compare the two and if they are in sync, then everything is balanced and everything is a go. If they're not in sync, then you need to wander further and open up a new inquiry to make certain that all the information that you get is in sync. Got it. So this is really interesting because what you say is what is readily available to us or what is natural to us is stuff within the visible spectrum. But if we take those steps, we begin perceiving in the infrared on one side, as well as the ultraviolet uh, spectrum. Now, uh, could you help us understand what is the benefit of really being able to perceive in these uh, ends of spectrums? Well, when you look at the um, at a kind of a graph of the available spectrum that there is, and you look at what we, we cover with our physical sense, it's like a tiny, tiny, tiny little sliver. But when you start looking at the other senses and will realize that just by using infrared and ultraviolet, you like 10 or 20 fold the spectrum in which you perceive. And so it basically gives you way, way, way more information. I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, Action Drive, as we're learning right now, there are senses beyond that you might have right now like we're learning warmth, voice, movement, substance, balance, and intuition. And basically, if you're able to do that, you begin receiving much more information. Uh, now, Daniel, a quick question. Since birth, most of us have these five senses that are developed without much effort, sight, smell, taste, hearing, and feeling. Why is that that these other senses don't come to us naturally as human beings? Well... They do come to us naturally. Okay. But because when we're born, we're all very, very well developed. But then as we grow up, uh, we're being told that these this is not really important. 
that we need to, to focus on that which you can perceive in the physical, that which we all can perceive together. And so we tend to lose the connection to them. It's not that we don't have them. It's just, it's like you never use your arms, so your muscle was at, will atrophy. Right, right. Uh, and that it's makes the same sense. way. The sense atrophy. And then later on, if you get back into it, then all of a sudden you realize, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll have to do more exercise and rebuild the strength in this particular atrophied system and for you to be able to use it properly. So it's like do it and you will expand it. Got it. So when you get these additional senses, do you sort of feel a sense of familiarity? But like it, because like you pointed out, it's not like we're, we're acquiring it, we're sort of remembering it. Isn't that correct? I totally forgot the time when I used them earlier. So no, there was no familiarity. I really had to work at it. I had to use them every day. I had to do exercises. I had to work with it so and so that they would redevelop. Got it. So I know that we can talk about this for hours and hours together, but just to give our listeners a sense or an idea what is involved in acquiring these senses? Like what would it take in order to get there, so to speak? You need to challenge yourself. You need to, uh, a very simple example is the phone rings. And instead of you just, you know, picking up the phone and hello, or looking at your caller ID to figure out who it is, you first take a few seconds and you say, well, well oh, who could that be? And you allow yourself to, to receive information, so to speak, from a place where you normally would not get information. Who could this be? And you just take three to five seconds. Of course, you don't want to miss the calls. Yeah. So you still <laughs> pick up within the time. But, and then say hello and see if you had an impression of who that could be. Right. Anything that you can verify in a short period of time anything that you can verify, you think about it and you say, hmm, how would that possibly unfold? How would that possibly come into being? Um, who, who's ringing the doorbell? Who's at the door? Oh, uh, I'm going to choose, you know, you, you, if you travel um, to work every day, uh, rise through the roof in your imagination, rise up okay. half a mile and look around, look at the traffic and see if there's any blockages in traffic and then go out there, go to work and maybe you, if you felt that, you know, this particular highway was blocked, maybe you want to go there and see if it actually is blocked or you want to go another way so that you're surround that you're not involved in this blockage and, and, get, and get to traffic and get to work soon. So just use your imagination to see how things in the future that you can verify will play out. Wonderful. That sounds like a really actionable step that people can try out right away is uh, if you get a phone call without actually missing the call, uh, take a couple of seconds to visualize or to imagine or to think who that might be, whether it's a phone call or maybe somebody is at the door or maybe on your route to your office. It's sort of like a you know, spiritual exercise. Like you go to the gym, 
you know workout but this is like a different sort of exercise uh daniel i want to go back to the very beginning how did you get into energy healing how did it all begin for you well i realized later on in life that i actually had a gift and i was drawn to it but mm-hmm. i didn't know that and so there was this situation and you talked about the hypnosis right there was the situation where i had a difficulty learning and so a friend of mine suggested, and that was like over 40 years ago, why don't you go and see this hypnotist? And I did. I went and see, see, saw this hypnotist, and in 45 minutes, he relaxed me. He brought me down to a quote-unquote receptive state. He gave me some what they call post-hypnotic suggestions, and then he brought me out, and he said, okay, session's over, goodbye. And so I went out there, and all of a sudden, that difficulty I had experienced about being able to learn had vanished. And I, like you said, I passed um, my pilot's exam in the high 90s. But the thing is that I was really in a, almost shocked by this. How is it possible that you can go into some altered state and you can receive some word and it changes your life? Mm-hmm. And so a few weeks later, the doctor that I went to uh, sent me a letter because I was one of his clients and said, you know, I'm going to um, have a class in a few weekends and do you want to participate? And so sure enough, uh, I took the class and I learned all the technique, what it, it takes. It's not really that difficult. And I was so excited, I quote unquote, put out my shingle. I printed a business card and said I was a hypnotist and gave it to my friends and things like that. And that started my healing career. It was just an exciting thing to be able to affect other people's well-being in a positive way. That's awesome. So, uh, so, so it's really inspiring to note that, you know, you were going through a challenge. Your friend suggested that you visit a hypnotist. You, you went there, you took action. And as a result of the altered state that the hypnotist was able to put you in, you actually were able to score really, really well in, in your exams. Uh, and I want to talk about state over here. I want to talk about state or maybe the energy field overall. Could you talk to us a bit about the human energy field? What does it comprise of? Well, the human energy field is a complex thing. But basically, uh, you as who you are in the eternal, you come here as an energy form, and you attach to a a body that is being prepared by your parents. And so now, by you attaching to this body, you, quote-unquote, provide the intelligence that the body needs to function. Without you, as the energy form, uh, and that's what death is, once you leave, and go back to into the timeless where you came from, the body doesn't have the energy, the intelligence to function anymore, and it falls apart. It's the heart stops beating, you know, the lungs don't, etc., etc. So you, as who you are, as in the in your energy form, first of all, that energy holds your essence of who you are. Now it's really kind of ha 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 crazy to say well your energy body your energy field holds your energies but then you kind of have to 
and it's like almost self-explanatory, but it is not because people don't quite understand, well, what are your energies? Mm. And so I bring up this example where you look at somebody, whether they're stingy or whether they are willing to share in their abundance. And so what is that being stingy or being generous? It's not an emotion. It's not mental and it's not physical. It is part of who you are. It is part of your energy. So anything that you can say, I am blah, 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 anything that you can proceed with I am is actually an energy and it is held in your energy body. Additionally, your energy body holds your aura. Uh, your energy body holds your chakras, which is those vortices, uh, with which you interact your energies with other people's energies and with cosmic energies. So that's kind of a short version of what your energy field is. Got it. Thanks a lot for that wonderful explanation. Uh, you mentioned that we essentially, we come from the timeless and we came here as an energy form. We sort of choose who our parents are and we attach into a body and we provide the intelligence so it's sort of, sort of like a relationship that we have with our body uh, that allows us together to function and then you have the energy of the body i am whatever you attach after i am that that becomes uh, your energy and our energy body holds both the auras and the chakras and through that focal point which is the chakra we're able to communicate energetically with other humans and with the divine overall now Let's talk about what happens when our energy field is not in good order. What happens then? Well, um, first of all, there's two things I'd like to talk to here, yeah. hear about. The first thing is about the energy field. The energy field kind of has switches, like a CPU, a central processing unit in a computer. It has little switches and so when your energy field is not in good order when it is disturbed some of these switches may not, not be set right and so you think you have an intent uh, you use like your energy field when you pray when you communicate with the divine you have an intent and you ask the divine and i'm just going to make here an example you know i really would like to be healthy yeah. but some of these switches are misset and even though you and your intent is to become well to become healthy to have a glorious life the universe now, now hears i really want to be sick i want to be poor i want to suffer why because some of these switches have been misset and so, therefore, the energies that you sent out are, quote-unquote, garbled. And this is extreme, of course, what I said that you want to be healthy and the universe gets. But it's just, it's just the way I want to explain it for this particular, in this particular instance. The, what the universe may be getting is just like, it's just garbled, unintelligent things. Yeah. And so it's really important for you to keep your energy body clean. Mm -hmm. Now, the second thing that you need to keep well is your chakras, because your chakras are your communications devices. And so uh, it is through that 
which you as a whole exude through your seven chakras that others in your world realize what you are sending out. Also, your seven chakras, they're like, you know, a complex loudspeaker with a woofer, a subwoofer, a tweeter, and of course we have seven. So the chakras emit in seven different ranges. And let's say your solar plexus, your chakra of your emotions, your will, your action, especially for you that talks into actionable things, solar plexus. This is where you project your will into the world. And if your solar plexus is messed up, then you intend to create something. And, but nothing is happening because your will doesn't get projected into the world. So it is important to keep your energy field clear, and it is important for you to keep your chakras in perfect shape. Got it. Got it. So what I'm getting is, uh, you know, all about vibrations, right? Because we are vibrational beings, and even our energy is a form of vibration. And like you mentioned, our energy field has switches. I love the analogy, just like a CPU. And if we have the right intent, but if our switches are, you know, in the wrong way, or uh, if our energy field is not in order, then we might be sending out the wrong signals to the universe, which intend receive these signals and, you know, send something back, which might not match the intent that we have. And the goal then is to make sure that we clean regularly our energy bodies, and to also make sure that our chakras, which like again, wonderful anal analogy, uh, our speaker systems, you know, subwoofer, tweeter, uh, you know, uh, all, all these different loudspeakers, energy focal points within our body. We need to make, make sure that those are clean as well so that we not only have the right intention while we're praying, while we're intending, while we're manifesting, we are also able to send that vibration off to the universe and receive whatever it is that we want, whether it's health, whether it's good relationships, whether it's abundance in the form of money or time, whatever it is. So uh, let's talk about the solution now. What can someone listening to the show do to keep their energies clean? Well, one, of course, and I think uh, that is by far, by far the biggest bang for your buck. One, that is to clean, keep your chakras clean. And if you don't know how to do this, uh, on my website, I have a blog. And in the blog, there is a link to a video that is free that you can listen to that takes you through balancing, resetting, cleaning your chakras. So uh, for those of you who know how to do that, do that however you know how to do it but for those of you who don't know how to do it there's a place where you can learn this the second thing that i want to say is that part of what sets these switches in your energy field into the wrong place is that you as who you are when you go out in your world interact with other people's energy fields and so if you are kind of a little vulnerable or a little open um, and you can absorb their energy and their energies if their switches are set in a bad position can influence your switches and set them into a bad position so the other thing that i suggest is 
you need to make certain that you clean yourself out, your energies of other peoples on a regular basis. And so as you take your shower and or your bath and your intention is for you to clean yourself up physically, you take a moment under the water stream and you intend just you have that thought that this is the new intention you intend that the stream of water will also clean out your mm. energy field and so now you and it takes maybe 10 15 seconds you have the intention and then you pay attention how the stream of water coming down is like picking up those little gray cotton balls of energies and they all go down the drain and so that you come out not only physically but also energetically clean and this is strictly done there's nothing you have to do specific it's strictly done by you intending first that that is what the water is going to do and then paying attention on how the water is doing that but it's all happening in your imagination so there you go action tribe energy cleansing does not have to be complex it's very actionable and you can even try it out the next time you take a bath or a shower so daniel what is uh, the heart love activation then is that something similar the heart love activation is also something i have available it's free it's on the website and the heart love activation is something that you do to run your energies correctly you see just because you have an energy body doesn't mean that the energies are being run correctly everything in our universe puts out more energy than what it takes in just look at the dog it will love you to death you you know you, you went to work you come back home the dog is all excited will lick you will jump up on you is like your un totally unwavering friend all yeah. the time all the time you can beat up your dog and the dog will love you and love you so everything the trees the plants the animals even our planets and other planets give out more energy than they take in except for humans and humans don't do that because they've been trained into an environment of scarcity and lackfulness so humans continuously look well where's mine where's mine and they suck in energy from their environment well, unfortunately, when they do that, as they suck energy from their environment, they also suck a lot of bad energy that is there. And so the heart love activation is actually a way to run your energies differently, to receive energy from your life force, to receive energy from, your, from the earth, and these two energies mix in your heart, and then you can continuously send out more love energy than what you're taking in. And that's what the heart love activation is all about. And when you do that, your life will become charmed. Got it. So uh, implied in the name heart love activation is the fact that there's a lot of power in the heart, right? So could you give us a glimpse or an idea of the power of our heart? What's the role of our heart in the grand scheme of things? Well, in the grand scheme of things, the well, the physical heart, of course, is your pump that moves the uh, circulation around. But 
we also have an energetic heart, which is your heart chakra. Well, the heart chakra is the center, is the center chakra of the three below and the three above, uh, making, making it the seven. And that's where you, as who you are as a human, and you, who you are as a divine being, that's where it comes together. The heart, of course, deals with everything surrounding the energy of love. And in the heart, there is a chamber that, quote-unquote, manufactures love. It creates love, the love energy. We, as a divine being, have the capacity to create out of nothing. And so by feeding yourself with the energies of the life force and feeding yourself with the energies of the earth, the red and the white, in the heart that mixes together and creates the energy of love, which is pink, that then you can radiate into your universe. Ah, I didn't think about that. So you said the red and the white, which is white, I guess, is more towards the uh, crown chakra associated with the crown chakra. Yes. The red is more uh -huh. towards the uh, the root chakra, but they mix and form pink. Because always you should think, why is the heart chakra associated with pink? Because I have a rose quartz crystal, which is uh, which deals with the heart chakra, and that is pink. But this totally makes uh, sense now. So thanks a lot for sharing that important uh, important idea. Yeah, now the color of the heart chakra is green. Yes. That's the vibration which it vibrates. Ah, but right. that which the heart chakra produces, which is love, is pink. Got it. Got it. So this speaks to the the power that and the role that our heart plays, plays in the grand scheme of things because we at present find ourselves on the earth. And so we have this existence for a period of time on the earth. But at the same time, like you shared, we are timeless beings as well. And so... The chakra where both these existence sort of come together is the heart. And, and that's where all the power resides. Uh, so now another topic that you often speak about is psychic protection, right? So, so my question is, why do we need psychic protection? And also, um, how do we know that we need it? Well, you look at your life. I'm going to cover the second question. First, you look at your life and you see how things unfold, whether you're happy and enjoy and content and things like that. And if you're not, then you wonder why. Well, you know, if your parents just died a couple of weeks ago, you're going to be sad. That is a normal response because you lost a loved one. So, uh, but if the, you are continuously doing poorly and you have absolutely no idea why you you wonder about it you look at your life you you um you are basically happy and and healthy and upbeat but things at work always don't work out maybe there's something wrong in your energy field and maybe that something which is wrong in your energy field is because you are being influenced negatively by somebody else. And that, of course, would show up on the psychic energetic realm. And so what you need to do, you need to protect yourself, so to speak. You need to make certain, for instance, that your aura is nicely egg-shaped. Because if your aura is 
it's not nicely egg-shaped, then you will kind of, your ego will not function properly properly and you and your outside reality will bleed it is that x-shaped that in particular creates the circumstance where you who you are as an individual and the rest of your world are separate and so i also just i haven't even sent an email out to my clients yet i've just this week posted also on my website uh, a psychic protection video that will explain all the things that you can do to keep yourself away from other people's negative intent towards you. So we're learning today the importance and the power actually of intent, whether it's used in a positive sense or like you mentioned, negative intent, maybe some resentment, maybe some envy or jealousy, whatever it is, energy has power. And if you want to really, really uh, make the most out of your intent and efforts, then it makes sense that you cleanse your aura, you cleanse your chakras, uh, as well as you ensure that your aura is in the egg shaped so that uh, you're able to progress. Now, uh, uh, Daniel, you often say that we ourselves are responsible for creating our own reality, correct? Yes. Uh, could you elaborate a bit on that? Yes. So we all create our own reality. Now, I, this is this is somewhat complex. We also have three minds. We have the conscious, we have the subconscious, and we have the unconscious mind. The conscious is that which you're aware of, the subconscious is that which you're semi-aware of, and the unconscious is, just like it says, your unconscious mind. You are not conscious of that. And it is your largest mind. It holds all of the consensus. So it is through that unconscious mind that these things that I'm going to bring up now uh, are being projected into this world and that it comes back to you. So these are the, the actual things that you need to have lined up properly for your reality to line up properly. And these are your beliefs and attitudes, your thoughts and feelings, and your choices and decisions. If these are correct, then that which you believe, that which you hold attitudes about, that which you think about, that which you feel, that which you make choices about, is going to reflect back into your world. And that's how you create your own reality. So if you believe that you are an unlucky person, then your reality will continuously project to you circumstances that reinforce that particular belief. Now, as far as actionable things that you can do is that you need to have thought patterns that because sometimes it's difficult to figure out what your beliefs are and to change your beliefs, but your thoughts, you have direct control over these. And instead, you, you know, the, the, some, if you forget continuously something and you just forgot something and you say to yourself, oh, yeah, well, I always forget things. You've just reinforced with your thoughts the belief that you always forget things and it won't be long until you forget something else. And so it 
it's important for you to create a dialogue mind that has a positive outlook on life that is filled with hope that is filled with possibilities of good things happening to you and if you do this over a time it's not something that changes overnight but if you do this for a few weeks then you will notice that that which comes to you in your reality is going to change as well this also kind of ties in with that which i said at the very beginning nothing changes until you do got it got it so i have a question for you and i think all of it relates to the type of conversation you have with yourself is that correct so if you're if you make a mistake uh, instead of being so harsh on yourself saying that you always do this and connecting that behavior with your identity it's sort of like changing that conversation now uh, my th- my my question to you is I, i see a lot of people referring to their mind as the monkey mind right uh and so i understand okay the you know you have your mind and there's this constant repetitive chatter in your mind but my belief is that if you end up calling your own mind a monkey mind uh you know what does it speak about yourself right because if you end up calling your mind your monkey mind it will remain a monkey as opposed to changing your dialogue with your mind and thereby taking steps towards transforming your relationship that you have with your mind so what are your thoughts on the term monkey mind <laughs> is that something that you agree with or how is it well i very much agree to call the mind that continuously chatters over which you don't seem to have any control the monkey mind mm. and so this is something that has evolved in our upbringing because we're not being taught that basically the mind is our servant rather than we the servant of our mind and so it is important and that's really where the tire hits the road it is important to start practicing mind control now you can practice mind control by taking time maybe 3 to 5 minutes a day where you train your mind because the mind in its natural state is like an obedient dog you say sit and it sits you say lay down and it lay down and so the the mind is supposed to think what you want it to think and not what it wants to think and so you have two ways to do that the first and easier way to do that is by getting into repeating mantras a mantra is something that in a meditative state you repeat that has maybe they're charged words because they've been spoken for a long time but you can create your own mantras you can say for 2 minutes in your mind i love myself 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 because as you're saying this your mind cannot do whatever it wants to do you're starting mm. to train it that it's now those next 3 minutes that's all you're going to do you're going to say i love myself i love myself and once your mind is learning that you're uh kind of telling it what it needs to do at your command then the next step would be to learn to be in silence where there is nothing nothing going on it is absolutely silent in your mind and if you can do this for more than 15 or 20 seconds at a time you're at a point where you have controlled your mind and then if your mind starts to la da 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 and this this is went wrong and that you know no that's not 
not what we're going to think about. We are going to think about how much fun we're going to have Saturday night at the party when we're going to be there. And so now you get and you intend and you pay attention to these new thought patterns. And if you can do that at will, then whenever you're in a bind and you start to uh, talk negatively about yourself, about your capacities, about your environment, about blaming others for your misery and stuff like that. You can like turn it around and go and think the right thoughts and that will create changes in your life. So there you go, Action Tribe. Mantras really work, whether you call them mantras or incantations or affirmations. What they do as we're learning is they help your mind focus on just one mantra or one chant and what i do uh, daniel is i use a buddhist chant which is nam yoho renge kyo nam yoho renge kyo and for me what that does is it helps me not only focus but it also the vibration that i'm able to emit as a result of chanting these uh, mantras it you know sort of reverbs my entire body and by the end of this session i feel much better and do you know uh, what that means so based on what I know, Nam Myoho Renge Kyo uh, relates to the uh, mystical nature of the universe and the cause and effect, right? So no matter what you're thinking right now, it has some effect. Uh, either you'll see it manifested right now or maybe a month from now or years from now. In the same way, any action that you take today, you'll see repercussions. Uh, the only difference is that manifestation might be today or in the future. So Nam Yoho Renge Kyo is uh, based on what I understand is repeating the idea of the cause and effect through the power of sound, through the power of your voice. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't know if you remember Muktananda, but his one was Om Namah Shivaya. Mm. And uh, these are six sounds, Om Namah Shivaya. And mm -hmm. these six sounds open the lower oh, six chakras. Sound is so healing. Uh, if you if if you listen to the right sound, obviously, and all these chants, uh, and as we are finding scientifically, are able to help us tune in to the right energy, to the right frequency, and thereby, as you've uh, mentioned, open up our chakras and cleanse them. So thanks a lot for sharing, Daniel. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit our website, my7chakras.com forward slash 219. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 219. And before moving on, a word from our sponsor, Gaia.com. Explore the vast traditions of yoga with the Gaia original series, Yogic Paths. Filmed across India, the 13-episode series captures the beauty of mystical Indian landscapes and never-before-seen ashrams while taking the viewer on a journey through the many traditions of yoga. While the practice of physical postures called asanas is most well-known in the West, understanding the full scope of this rich and varied tradition gives meaning and power to the yoga that we know today. Action Tribe, since you're listening to this show, it's clear that you are interested in topics such as chakras, yoga, and self-realization, and you know exactly where to go for audio content and interviews. And I sure hope you feel this way about our show, My 7 Chakras. But where do you go if you want a streaming TV video service with the same values and similar content? The answer is Gaia.com. To start watching this show, The Yogic Paths, as well as get your first month at Gaia for just 99 cents, visit Gaia.com forward slash My 7 Chakras. That's G-A-I-A dot com forward slash My 
S-E-V-E-N-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Action Tribe, I hope you're digging the episode so far and taking notes wherever required. Before we move on, I want to take a few moments to talk about the concept of emotions. You see, everyone experiences emotions, love, worry, fear, maybe some doubt, gratitude, compassion, or some depression. The question is, are you in control of your emotions, your thoughts, or is the other way around, or your emotions are in control of you? Emotions are powerful because they have the ability to make you act either in your favor or sometimes those emotions lead you to your destruction. As we've heard in many episodes, emotions form a part of your aura. We're learning that today as well, called the emotional body. You also have the mental body and the energetic body and your physical body. So different existences on different different planes. And all of these bodies are related in ways that are hard to explain, but how you deal with your emotions can determine your overall health and well-being. But you know what's powerful? Using techniques like mantras, chanting, meditation, you can actually use your emotions in a positive way to transform your life. It's truly is possible. You just have to begin and like Alice Lohis once said, emotions can help you achieve your goals by motivating you and connecting you to your sense of purpose. And speaking about purpose, uh, Daniel, what is your life's purpose as on today? I know that we've, you know, we, we spoke during episode 160, but as on today, what would you say is your life purpose? Well, at this point, my life purpose is to make this world a better place. And I'm doing that by holding a resonance of love. I don't know if you're familiar with resonance, but there's this thing that if you play a note on a violin and there's another violin next to it, that the same string will start to vibrate when you play a sound. That is resonance. And in in the system of resonance, if you hold the resonance, then the rest of the world has to come and meet your resonance. And I'm holding a resonance of love, of compassion, of caring, of well-being for everybody in this world. Well, thanks a lot for sharing. Daniel, in many ways, uh, our conversation right now is holding a particular resonance. And everyone who's connecting, everyone who's listening in, no matter what time or what place you're listening, because uh, the way this show is structured, you can listen to it in 2017 or 2020 or 2025 so no matter what time you're listening from you we are holding the same resonance and with that we've arrived at the very last round for today which is the wisdom round uh, which comprises of four uh, questions that have four action-packed answers so that our listeners can take note and take action so daniel what is one piece of advice, the best piece of advice that someone has ever given you? Well, it was from a banker, believe it or not. Mm. I was in a group. We were five partners in a business, and I was the only one with good credit. And so uh, in my usual exuberant way, I said to the others, okay, I'll, because we needed funds to expand the business, okay, I will just, you know, put my credit on the line and I will borrow in my name. And when I talked to that, told the banker that, he said, no, don't do that. Because if something goes wrong, then you're responsible for the debt of all the other four partners. And so I didn't. And sure enough, we We went out of business very soon afterwards, and I was very happy that I didn't have to pay for their share of the debt. 
Name a personal habit that keeps you strong. Well, we talked about that already, but I do the heart love activation every day. I've done it for the last nine years, and it just keeps me going. It allows me to uh, live in this world full of bliss and joy, and I know for certain that the universe loves me. So as on today, these days, what is your morning routine like? First of all, I when I wake up, I immediately express gratitude for having quote-unquote another day then i get and have conversations with my spirit helpers and we're kind of laying out what the day what i expect from the day but also what i expect from the next three months from the next year and from the rest of my life then i tune into the energy that comes out of my heart and i express a desire for the world to be better and then i go about my day i get dressed i I clean up uh i now as of recent um have a pad on which i lay that has electromagnetic uh energies that come through your body that um charges me up and it charges me up for the rest of the day, so I do that. And then I come down in my office, I look at the world news, I look at if there's anything that I can is within the realm of my power that I can change in this world, so I feel that I need to be informed about the world, and then I basically start my work day. And also name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today. The book that I recommend, is called Pronoia. It's uh, very interesting, but it is a book filled with things that you can think about instead of being in paranoia. So if you're a person that is paranoid and, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, an illness, but we can be paranoid in the sense, oh my God, what is the boss going to talk to me today about and and, and worry. Uh, paranoia is a, a higher octave of just simple worrying if you are a worrier then you can get into this book called pronoia and you can read little paragraphs here and there and it can change the way you perceive uh, reality and it can definitely stop all the worry and paranoia that you have so action drive i know how much you love our book recommendations and based on what i know Many of you get these books as soon as you hear them shared on our show. And that's why Audible.com is offering Action Tribe one free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so that you can get to check out their service. Now, in case you don't know, Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle, including bestsellers like The Chakra System by Anadia Judith, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. To try out a new way of reading a book by listening and to download your free audiobook today, go to my7chakras.com forward slash free book. Once again, that's our website, my7chakras.com forward slash free book for your download. So Daniel, thank you so much for joining us for the second time around. This was a superb episode. You shared so many amazing uh, insights, so many uh, uh, ideas and stories. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're grateful for and tell us how our listeners can find you. All right. I'm absolutely grateful that I'm alive and that the universe, the divine loves me. And 
the way to find me and before I also mentioned that I want the world to be at a better place I want everybody that knows about this I pray for people I pray for people's well-being I pray for people's healing and so you can reach me at danielthehealer.com forward slash my seven chakras and there you can have access to all my free videos but you can also sign up to be on my prayer list and if you sign up on my prayer list i will pray for you i will pray for the rest of my life every evening i pray now for over a thousand people i've done it for several years so you can connect with me danielthehealer.com forward slash my Seven so there you go, Action Tribe. If you have found even one piece today that changed the way you are thinking, or maybe you had a total shift in transformation, then make sure that, first of all, you go to the website, danielthehealer.com forward slash my seven chakras. Um, you know, sign up there so that you can get these uh, prayer energies uh, every day uh, from Daniel and be included as a part of all those who receive this uh, positive energy. But also, if, if you've liked something, if you've noted something in particular, if something resonated with you, resonated as in the theme of today, then make sure you reach out to Daniel. I'm sure he has a contact form on the website. Just send him a message, send him uh, a praise or a letter maybe or an email, or you can send me so I can forward it to Daniel, whatever it is. Make sure that you take action uh, based on what you've learned today because that's going to really change your life. This is really epic stuff that we're talking about. I'm learning so much as well in addition to you. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about energy healing, about intuition and and our uh, multiple senses beyond the five major senses and taking us really one step closer to a human revolution. Oh, you're most welcome. And thank you too for having me on your show. I'm very honored and I send everybody that is listening. I wish you all the best. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to my S-E-V-E-N chakras.com Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.